this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today we podcast the Broader Look story titled Loose Firearms, Lynchpin for Gun-Related Violence, which was written by Business Mirror correspondent Aladin Jega and was published on January 21, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Broader Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. When the loud pop-pop-pop of a gun is heard, some people in the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region of Muslim Mindanao, or BARM, dive for their mobile phones. Soft tick-tick-ticks form on the glowing screen, and when the typist hits send, the words reach the Critical Events Monitoring System, or SEMS, an SMS-based reporting system that captures conflict incidents and tensions in communities that may or may not lead to the eruption of violence. Shooting incidents in BARM stood out as the most common of reports transmitted to the SEMS as they tallied 424 cases for 2020, or one case a day, even as figures have yet to include December. The system covers BARM's five provinces of Basilan, including Isabela City, Lanao del Sur, Maguindanao, including Catabato City, Sulu, and Tawi-Tawi. According to the Philippine Office of International Alert Incorporated, the organization that operates the SEMS, Maguindanao has the highest total number of shooting incidents for the last 10 years at 2,408. Of the five provinces under the BARM, Maguindanao has also consistently highest on a yearly basis, the local office of the London United Kingdom headquartered non-profit group said. Lanao del Sur follows with 1,236, Basilan with 799, Sulu with 779, and Tawi-Tawi with 116. Most of these incidents were reported by a group of men and women in various localities in the Bangsamoro or BARM. They share real-time information and work with local governments, key agencies, the security sector, and religious and traditional leaders in coordinating quick and context-specific responses to tensions, violent conflicts, disasters, and displacement as they happen. The number of incidents captured by the SEMS last year is lower than the 710 cases and 722 cases recorded by International Alerts Conflict Monitoring System in 2018 and 2019 respectively. The 2020 figure is definitely lower than the 804 shooting incidents recorded in 2016 and 2017, respectively. The 424 shooting incidents in 2020 was, however, higher than the years 2011 and 2012, with corresponding 372 and 302 cases. International Alert Philippines Country Director Nikki Filin de la Rosa The proliferation of illegal firearms poses a real challenge to the conflict-to-peace transition in the Bangsamoro or BARM. Shooting incidents caused by clan feuding, the trade of illegal drugs and illegal guns, rebellion and violent extremist activities inflict far greater human costs in terms of deaths and displacements, De La Rosa said. 
De La Rosa pointed to the 2011 to 2019 data from the non-profit group's conflict monitoring system. According to De La Rosa, the cost in terms of human lives and displacement is the main reason her group has consistently advocated for gun ownership reforms and for a coherent policy that would mediate the National Gun Law or Republic Act 10591 and the decommissioning aspects of the normalization process. De La Rosa added their advocacy needs to march in step with intensified efforts to clamp down on the smuggling of illegal arms and weapons and to capture and destroy these arms and weapons. Illegal, unregistered, or unlicensed firearms have figured prominently in many crimes in the Philippines. According to the Philippine National Police, almost 99% of the guns used in these crimes are loose firearms. Republic Act 10591, or an act providing for a comprehensive law on firearms and ammunition and providing penalties for violations thereof, defines a loose firearm as unregistered, obliterated, or altered, firearm that has been lost or stolen, illegally manufactured, a registered firearm in the possession of an individual other than the licensee, and one with revoked licenses in accordance with the rules and regulations. According to a research by International Alert Philippines, Filipinos owned an estimated 3.9 million firearms in 2014. More than half of these are illegal. Based on this data, one can safely assume that half of all guns in the country are loose firearms. According to Francisco Lara Jr., Senior Peace and Conflict Advisor of International Alert, Lara said that this information should be used to identify where the illegal guns come from, to prevent their proliferation and halt the surge of violence resulting from these weapons. There are four sources of illegal guns in the country, International Alert Philippines said. One is technical smuggling. This is accomplished by importers using fraudulent declaration of guns as metal parts to hide the contraband. Another source of illegal guns are recycled weapons acquired from battlefields where violent encounters between government and rebel forces have transpired. The third source of illegal weapons are guns with expired licenses, with owners failing to file documents required for the renewal. The fourth source comes from local manufacturers allegedly operating in Danao City, Cebu, hence the eponymous Danao weapon brand. According to Lara, illegal firearms proliferate in the Philippines because of several factors. One is the flaw in regulation. The Comprehensive Firearm and Ammunition Act, for instance, focuses on the requirement for owning legal guns and extended the list of personalities allowed to carry a gun in public. The law allows the following professionals to own a firearm, members of the Philippine Bar, certified public accountants, accredited media practitioners, cashiers, bank tellers, priests, ministers, or rabbi and imams physicians and nurses, engineers, and businessmen who by the nature of their business or undertaking are exposed to high risk of being targets of criminal elements. However, according to International Alert, the said law says little in curbing the illicit gun economy, which can be done by detection, interdiction, capture, and destruction of these weapons. The gun law needs to be reviewed and amended, the group said to comply with the international agreements, treaties, and standards.
The Philippines, to note, is a signatory to the first ever arms trade treaty which establishes common international standards for the global trade in conventional arms. Last year, some 109 countries have already ratified the 2013 International Agreement. These countries include 10 of the world's top exporters of firearms. However, the Philippines, which is a small firearms exporter, has yet to ratify the treaty. It was submitted to the Senate for concurrence in 2017 and is pending at the committee level as of June 2019. The 2019 edition of the Small Arms Trade Transparency Barometer identifies at least seven Southeast Asian countries that produce small arms and or ammunition on an industrial scale. Aside from the Philippines, these countries are Indonesia, Malaysia, Myanmar, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. These countries either have a manufacturing body that is directly part of the government or armed forces or a company owned by the government solely for the production of firearms. The Philippines, which has a so-called verifiable private industry, is an exception. The Small Arms Survey notes that private sector small arms producers in the Philippines cater to the domestic civilian firearms market but also exports globally. The Small Arms Survey has included the Philippines among the largest Southeast Asian exporters of small arms in 2014 to 2016. Indonesia, Singapore, and Thailand are the other three. In the same period, Southeast Asia accounted for at least $1.3 billion worth of small arms imports, which was 19% of the global value. Indonesia was ranked as a top global importer in 2016, with imports worth at least $281 million. The Philippines along with Indonesia, Thailand, and Vietnam have all expressed an interest in expanding their domestic small arms and ammunition production capabilities, which are directly related to the military modernization efforts and procurement plans of the said countries, the study said. According to the small arms survey, there are 15 licensed private manufacturers in the Philippines producing mostly handguns and ammunition. Several of these are primarily subcontractors for larger local firms. In 2016, handguns from the Philippines made up 99% of Southeast Asia's exports and 29% of the region's overall small arms exports. About 95% of these pistols and revolvers went to the United States. The Philippines also led the region in the exports of parts and components valued at $7 million in 2016. These included sporting and hunting firearms valued at $1.7 million. Philippine-made ammunition is the most widely exported category from Southeast Asia. Since 2014, the country also exported $22 million worth of ammunition to 32 countries. The United States, Thailand, and Germany were the largest importers of ammunition. The Philippines also exported to the Latin American countries of Costa Rica, Ecuador, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. The only other Southeast Asian country to have exported significantly to Latin America is Singapore. While Southeast Asia is not a major small arms exporter compared to other regions, it is, however, a significant importer. In 2016, Southeast Asia imported at least $443 million worth of small arms, representing a 48% increase from 2015. 
the region has imported at least $1.3 billion worth of small arms since 2014. The largest importer in 2016 was Indonesia, also a top importer globally with an import value of at least $281 million. Thailand followed with $85 million, the Philippines with $41 million, and Singapore and Malaysia with $15 million each. According to the United Nations International Trade Statistics Database, these five countries account for 99% of the Southeast Asian region's small arms imports. In a separate study that focused on the Philippines and Mexico, the Small Arms Survey said that the quantity of illicit small arms and light weapons available in the Philippines is very difficult to assess. The Small Arms Survey added that illicit small firearms and light weapons in the country range from craft-produced shotguns to 81mm mortar systems. International Alerts data revealed that many of the total incidents of shootings in 2020 did not originate from encounters between government forces and groups that seek to challenge the legitimacy of government. The Small Arms Survey estimates that the firearms held by the Abu Sayyaf Group, Moro International Liberation Front, and the New People's Army vary. The survey cited that most accounts indicate that none of these groups has large reserves of weapons. Of the approximately 1,000 seized weapons and ammunition studied, more than two-thirds were firearms or light firearms. Grenade and grenade launchers accounted for approximately 13% of the seized items. This is followed by landmines with 12% and improvised explosive devices 3%. Rockets, rocket-propelled grenades, recoilless rifles and mortars were also seized by government troops, but in much smaller quantities. The latter four categories of light weapons account for less than 4% of all items seized by government troops. This is in sharp contrast to the thousands of mortar rounds, RPGs, and recoilless rounds recovered from arms caches in Iraq and Afghanistan, a separate study revealed. According to International Alert, shooting a firearm is the number one manifestation across almost all conflict causes in the barm. These conflict causes, according to International Alert, are shadow economy issues, identity, governance, and resource issues. Shadow economy issues may include the peddling of illegal firearms or prohibited drugs, kidnapping for ransom, and even the less harmful informal land markets, cross-border trade, and informal credit. Identity issues generally refer to Filipino Muslims' identity, while resource issues mainly include land and land-related resources. International alerts said they see gun-related violence as directly related to the illegal trade of weapons. Lara said, data from the United Nations International Trade Statistics Database showed the Philippines imported $17.2 million worth of revolvers and pistols in 2019. This, he said, is much less than the $19.4 million reported by exporting countries that year. Lara said the missing $2 million worth of weapons have likely leaked into the black market. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.